Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Seds and Sandals, a PE podcast by the Lancashire Post. This week we'll be discussing the Derby defeat to Blackpool, look ahead to Liverpool and looting games, and we'll discuss the discontent among the fans. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Seds and Sandals. My name is Tom Sandals and with me, as always, is Dave Seddon. Dave, how are we? Not too bad, thanks Tom, but yeah. obviously... Um, Recovered yet? Yeah, oh, it, was, it wasn't It was a good weekend, was it? No. Um, no. The Derby defeat was oh, it's just, I don't know, it was sort of gut-wrenching really, wasn't it? It just yeah. sort of uh, kicked the wind out of us really. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a tough one. We were coming to the nuts and bolts of it and all that, but when there was such a nice big build-up and you... Like, I mean, I think people were split. There was a lot of people that were like, I don't want the game and some that were quite excited and we were probably on both one on one side of it and uh, one on the other and in the end it was just just a bit of a non-event from a PNE point of view because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they just didn't turn up yeah it was a, a mere performance right? yeah. it was it was te- I think I used the word tame mm. it they weren't soundly thrashed mm. but Blackpool didn't have to get out of second or third no, gear to never beat really laid it. Maybe the one time they maybe laid a glove on him, Ben Whiteman misses. I mean, we'll go into all the, the mm. big happenings, but that's probably the only time where North End really had them yeah. worried. Yeah, maybe yeah. even. It was just, I don't know, Blackpool just in certain spells of the game had more than North End did. And mm. when North End had spells of the game, they didn't do anything with it, really. It was. You know, as I say, not a thrashing, but you know, when you when the opposition don't have to do a huge deal, mm. they didn't have to, you know, turn in an absolute top draw performance to beat you. I think that's the disappointment. If you if you if you if you're out there and it's an absolute ding dong battle, mm. and the other team absolutely, you know, that everything from clicks on the day and the yeah. they knock the ball around and the ruthless and everything. Sometimes you hold your hands up. That's what professional. That's what sports all about, isn't yeah. it? You know, winning and losing. But when you know when Blackpool didn't really have to do a lot, mm. you know, not do a great deal. It, it, it sort of you know it. Uh, sort of hits home really so and I think the first goal sort of summed up almost the afternoon the fact that Keshi Anderson has a shot left side of the box it hits his standing foot and just trickles past yeah. Everson even that sort of shot even that goal was a bit of a non-event and then mm. Blackpool are 1-0 up yeah you know yeah that, as you say you know the, the build up to it you know yeah, the slack left, mark yeah the left back got the freedom of the pitch didn't he mm. James Hunsburton to sort of you know just a channel ball from Keogh down down that left side and 
he had a lot of space, set, stepped back in towards the middle, then came out, and it was probably too late to close him down. And as you say, it was just a sort of ball into Anderson in, in the box, you know, and he, he, I think he hit it right foot, it hit his mm. left ankle. And if you watch the replay, it sort of puts a nice little curve on it and just creeps in at the near post. Everson, could he have done a little bit more? Mm. I know he was wrong-footed, but, you know, sometimes you've just got to, yeah. Throw yourself at it a little bit. Just throw yourself yeah. just in case, you know, and like, yeah, might have still beaten him, but I don't, I don't know, I wasn't. Just thought it was a little bit, you know. A little bit too easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too easy from, from you know, the goal yeah. from back to front, really. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, first half, North End really were just bystanders. They yeah. could not get into the game. Well, the first half was exactly how it started. The game started exactly how we thought it would yeah. be. Blackpool were going always home side mm. with the fans behind, and they were always going to come out of the and trap. To be fair, they made decent noise. Yeah. Oh yeah. Give them that. Yeah. It was a, it was a good atmosphere in the ground all you the know, way around. Like, yeah. Yeah. Three three you know three and a bit sides of the mm. ground. Um, made a lot of noise. Good atmosphere. Got behind the team. Backed him. Mm. North End fans did. Obviously, mm. we only had 2,200 plus I don't know how many more got in. I don't know because it, it did seem, when you look at the pictures, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of people down at the front stood up and there's not a lot of empty seats sort of mm. where they could have come from. But that's another matter. <laughs> we maybe got onto the the scenes, you know, how the fans were, you know, sort of yeah. Um, yeah. had to put up with, you know, later on. But um, yeah, Blackpool came out of the traps and I thought, to be fair, they had a couple of shots from the edge of the box. Mm. I thought North End actually rolled that one out quite well. We Seems to be getting a lot of joy down the sides, but yeah. not necessarily too much from no, it. That's yeah. that's. I mean, they seem to be getting down the outside a lot, which was a little bit worrying, but the crosses into the box were dealt with pretty well. Yeah, in the main. yeah North, to be fair, North End do that. They do mm. actually defend the box quite well. Mm. I, I tend to find, you know, they do tend to get that foot to the ball or the head to the ball first, but... So they'd ridden out that sort of 10, 15 minutes and then the game had hit a bit of a, you know, North End had had one or two sort of little skirmishes around the edge of the box. I think Sinclair hit one and then yeah. Whiteman had a shot, didn't he, which the keeper nailed down to sort of just bounce in front of him. He sort of patted it down and, yeah. you know, saved saved the second attempt. That was it. And the sort of game was sort of going nowhere and it was almost a, the first game, the first goal came a little bit after quite a, a lull, didn't it? You mm. know, suddenly, suddenly it was it was there. So, um, and, uh, and North End's best chance was like what a minute, two minutes into the second half. Both teams had a a four on one chance. North End yeah. had a corner. Blackpool broke, and it was Josh Earl got Josh back Earl with a superb tackle. He, yeah. I think he'd been left as one of the men back from mm. the corner, but he still had a lot of ground to make up, and he got back and made a great last ditch tackle. Blackpool's corner came in and North End did to Blackpool what Blackpool had just done to North End. He broke four on one. I think it was set, brought it out of defence, mm. played it down to Reese, who played Whiteman in with a lovely ball. Basically, Whiteman just had to hit the target, really. Yep. You know, at least make the keeper work and, uh, you know, let it come across his body, hit it left footed, wrong side of the far post. Mm. It, 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 I you thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was like almost like poetry in motion. North End just about survived this this four on one. Joshua with a great tackle, yeah. and North End go up the other end. You think, oh, this is it. We've survived it. Yeah. This is this is our chance and all that sort of stuff. But then it just again mm. was a non-event. It didn't even hit the target. No, no. I had it in my head. You know, like you come and score this. Yeah. He's right at the edge side of the, the sort of left hand side of the box. Mm. All the North End fans were all on that side of the ground. Mm. And I thought, you know, th th this would be the perfect no moment, you know, just after half time. It could have swung the game. Sort of um, one, one, one of the uh, 
big North End fans on Twitter the voice he, he'd, <laughs> he'd come over bef- because the press box was right next to the away end yeah. now he'd come over and talk to us in the press box there's a lot of people did on there <laughs> yeah. it was really nice actually I really enjoyed <laughs> yeah. that it was good and um, he came over and said beforehand this was like quarter to three he says mm. we're going to win this 2-1 we've got, we'll probably go behind but he yeah. said I think Johnson and Whiteman will score now we're falling behind and then Whiteman's sort of got this chance I thought I'm having his lottery numbers yeah. I really am you know like if this goes in hey, I want his lottery numbers don't doubt the voice yeah don't yeah but unfortunately you know it didn't work <laughs> out and then second goal you know North End made the, made the double change didn't they change from mm. a 3-5-2 to a 4-4-2 and sometimes when you make tactical switches, it's not had time to work. Mm. And we're like, within three or four minutes, Blackpool have got the second goal. You know, it, probably through no fault of the system or it just yeah. settled in, you know, but it just hadn't had time to work at that point. I think it was more an attacking change. The four at the back, yeah. there was just more room. I think yeah. Bauer kind of goes for the ball and then backs off and then goes back in again. And I think if you've got a three, mm. you can back off because yeah. you know the other centre-half's coming in. Yeah. But I think he almost backed off then thought, oh, no, it has to be me. Yeah. And as he goes back in, it kind of gives them enough time to sort of build from there. Mm-hmm. Just going back to the Whiteman one as well, I don't think he hit it wrong either. That's no. the thing. No. I don't think he sliced it. I think he's he's hit it where he wanted to hit it. He's just aimed off target. He was trying to hit, hit, hit that little Yeah, he that just wanted to hit it straight. Post, yeah, yeah, straight from where he got it and now, it, he just steered it yeah, wide. Yeah, maybe on another day, he, he aims it left-footed across the keeper. Mm-hmm. You know, he, yeah, fair play, the keeper might have got something to it, but would yeah. he have stopped, you know, it might have just been a parry or, or, a, or a knee or something and he's someone there following it in. You, we don't know. Are you, you know, able to open your body and hit it right-footed? And, you yeah. Know, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the the four maybe left a little bit more room for Blackpool, but it's still poorly defended. They have a lot of time, and then well, the ball, the, the sort of the diagonal nutmeg. ball, and sort of I think, I think it was Yates sort of brought it down. He sort mm. of hooked it away from Hughes, didn't he, mm. on the edge of the box and controlled it. Then just slipped it across, and um, I think it was Brown sliding in with Medine, wasn't it? And mm. uh, just Medine just got a little touch on it, took it across the keeper and in. So. And that's about as much as happened, really. North yeah. End, I mean, only after, had the Whiteman chance. Yeah, after that, I think I counted one. I think Maguire had a shot over the mm-hmm. bar, shot on the turn from a Barcaze and layoff. Yep. Probably, what, with 15 minutes to go, something mm-hmm. like that. But there wasn't there wasn't a lot, was there, after no. that? You know, there wasn't. it wasn't laying siege. Probably North End had more of the ball, but never really sort of have as much of the ball as you wanted yeah, to yeah no yeah you can have yeah and you can have as much as you want when you, you, you're not getting anywhere near the box you know yeah. and then there was the the melee at the, at the end you yeah. know with uh, Maguire got tripped inside his own half reacting yeah. quite angry we spoke to him yesterday about it he said oh just I think he you know just saw a little bit of red by that anything could have happened reacted to the guy who tackled him and um, then players from both sides piled in Alan Brown probably went in harder than he needed to do mm. um, bit of a rush of blood to the head protecting his mate I suppose and frustration boiling yeah. over there was a yeah. chance to lash out a little bit yeah wasn't it? well he didn't he didn't do a great deal what what he did was enough for a yellow card mm-hmm. which in the grand scheme of things normally wouldn't have been that bad but the fact is he had a, he'd had a yellow at the end of the first half and it was avoidable yeah he, he pulled someone back not realising set was on the cover yeah. now yeah so I suppose his booking for the second booking was what ag- uh, adopting an aggressive attitude. You yeah, know, he'd run about ten yards yeah, to get involved, yeah. which referees generally yeah. can book people yeah. for. Someone grabbed him round the neck as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, that's that was Maguire's case. It was that if you're going to mm. book 
these two, mm. or you're going to book Alan Brown, mm. you've got to book all 12. Yeah. Because everyone was involved. You're going to yeah. book Alan Brown for being involved. Mm. Everyone was involved. I think Brown got booked for being the first one in, probably. Mm. You know, Maguire got booked himself, didn't he? And then, the descent afterwards. Yeah, was it the descent? Yeah. yeah. And then two Blackpool players, I think, was booked. One for the foul, was it? Cal Connolly, I yeah, think. Yeah, and then one for the active for react. He showed two yellows to whoever was coming right. next to Maguire, didn't he? I can't, I can't quite recall that. It made no difference to the result because it was like the 97th minute, I think, mm. it went off. Um, yeah. And I think the whistle blew 30 seconds later. So, they, you know, it, the, 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 the takeout from that is that Brown misses a Liverpool game for a one-match ban, you know. Mm. So, uh, there you go. Yeah, as a, as a Liverpool fan as well, it's a shame for him. I mean, I got... I I put after the game that I thought Brown was was brilliant on the day. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say brilliant, but I thought he was one of North End's better. Players. I, I thought uh, he did really well. Yeah, I think he got he wasn't brilliant, but he got stuck in. I yeah, thought, yeah. And it but, was something that yeah. split opinion because a lot yeah. of people thought he a lot wasn't of, yeah. very good, and a lot thought yeah. he was he was yeah. decent. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think thought, at the moment with Brown, I think the tr- trouble is after what happened at Huddersfield mm. and the altercation, what it, what he might have signalled to the fan or whatever at the end. I think at the moment he's this season's boo boy. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've had others in the past. Yep. His form's not been great. Mm-hmm. He'll admit that himself. He's had this hip injury. I just don't think he's been bang on it. Maybe not played in. He wants to play as a number 10. He's not playing there. He, the, the, are they getting the best out of him? Probably not at the moment. But thought in the Coventry game, second half, he was very good. He was one mm-hmm. of North End's best players. Thought at Blackpool, he was one of North End's better performers. But just at the moment, I don't think he can do right for doing wrong mm-hmm. and ascending off does cloud it, you know, yeah. the fact that I, I, I don't mind people saying, oh, captain should show more responsibility. I don't mind a captain going in like that. Yeah. Roy Keane used to at United and players yeah. like that. I know he wasn't always captain, but he was like that one of those senior players. I'd rather, rather than my captain stood with his hands in his pockets, I'd rather him go in. Yeah. And have a bit of a go and dig a teammate out if needs be, get him out of trouble. You yeah. know that that for me is a captain, and sometimes as captain you can get away with a little bit more than mm. than another player. I, I, you know, with talking to the ref and with actions to the ref. Um, on this occasion, it's not, but um, yeah, just at the moment he, with some he can't do right for doing wrong. You know, like fair enough. I think yeah, the red card overshadowed what he'd done. You know yeah. that that's what people remember from the game. Yeah, fair enough. But let, let's not take away. I thought footballing wise, he was better than DJ on Saturday mm. in the midfield. He was better than Whiteman. I thought yep. Whiteman was. I thought Whiteman did okay actually. Yeah. But I thought Brown was the best of that midfield midfield trio on football alone. Not basing on what he might have said earlier in the season. What state of injuries that you know basing it on that I thought he looked very mobile as well yeah. I thought he covered every blade to be fair yeah. and I think that first booking was probably him being a bit overzealous yeah. he wanted to cover he wanted to do everything and that, that cost him he didn't need to go and, and yeah. cover set set but he, he wanted to yeah. um, I, I posed a question on Twitter to people that were saying you know a captain shouldn't go in there that sort of stuff if he hadn't have gone in there mm-hmm. and he stood 20 yards away when it's all going off they'd mm-hmm. be going oh some captain stood around not yeah. getting involved and I think that's what you mean in terms of can't do right for doing wrong. I'm like you. I think the the captain should not pile in, but he, no. he should be about there. He should be near yeah. his teammates and things like that. Um, but it, like you say, it is always going to be overshadowed now. And mm. I said to you on the way home, I think it was a perfect day for Blackpool. They win 2-0. They're not even that good. Mm. And the, 
and North End's captain gets sent off. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a perfect day for them. Yeah, it was. And then it and leaves anything, North End just yeah. stinging. And anything but for North End, you mm. know, it was a, everything wasn't good at the end, you know, sort of probably knowing what reaction they get. A lot of the players mm. kept the distance at the full time, sort of came over. It was a tentative clap rather than a sort of full over job. Frankie McAvoy went as far as a referee. Mm and left it at that probably if he'd come over he would have got absolute pelters yep. and, and came a little bit further except Vandenberg was the one who came yeah. furthest over you know and give it you know full clapping and thank you and sorry yeah, sort of yeah. type Put, thing hold, hold his hands up yeah I yeah. mean fans were chanting for Frankie to go during the game so yeah. for me I can understand why he's not gone over there yeah. and, and taken all the yeah. pelters. I think it would have been counterproductive, really. Yeah. You know, I don't, don't think anything would have been served. It could have even been looked at like you, you're being provocative, I think, sometimes. It's in those situations, probably mm. just, you know, leave it as it was, you know. So, yeah. And it, you know, then, then everything, you know, I'll have to rely at this point on what I've been told by reliable people, very reliable, good people. And what you read on social media is mm. that the way it was the organised outside the ground, probably organised is the wrong word because it sounded like anything but. It was it was bad for the North End fans getting out. They, they came out of Bloomfield Road and onto Bloomfield Road and rather than most of them had probably parked the cars on those big car parks down the mm-hmm. sort of, you know, on the... On the, the, the stretch of, before yeah, on the it. Stre- yeah, yet they weren't allowed to go that way. They, they were rerouted down the side street to do the long way round there, only to come into contact with some Blackpool fans who had been herded down another street, mm. but then the streets had come together. And I've seen complaints from Blackpool fans as well. It's mm. not just North End fans kicking up a stink after the game or because we've lost her at something. Blackpool fans have been saying, this was appalling, you know, we were pushed down the side street with Preston fans. It shouldn't have happened. And... Mm. Uh, before the game, there were people coming on the coaches. We talk about, you know, privately organised coaches, but also the ones from the club, mm. the official coaches. <laughs> now, they're not packed with people who are going for a drink <laughs> looking, and for yeah. a bit of a day out. They're, 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 looking for a they're fight. proper, you know, they're, they're just normal folk going to the football there and back, want to be driven there and everything. They're not there for anything but football purposes. And the hung, you know, the, the coaches are kept back. You know, they're in Blackpool for half one or whatever, yet they're only allowed, the coaches are held somewhere and taken on a tour of the Illuminations or something. And then finally they're allowed in near the ground at quarter to three, 20 to three. They're already queued outside the ground. There were people getting in the ground at 10 past quarter past three. Matthew on a Sunday, the North End right back, he played in a practice match in the morning with the academy kids and some of the first teamers. He came to watch because he was sat quite near us, wasn't he? He only got in quarter past three or something. You know, it wasn't early on, was it? You yeah. Know, like, um, yeah. And I remember yeah. we were just about to do press and my dad rung me who obviously was at the game and actually supplied refreshments in the press box. He so. did, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Sandal <laughs> Senior, yeah. He'll yeah. enjoy the shout-out. Yeah. Um, Good cup of tea. <laughs> he, he rung me and was like, we just stood outside. He was like, they, they, they wouldn't hold us in the ground. They couldn't hold us in the ground, mm. but they're just holding us outside instead. He was yeah. like, what's going on? He was yeah. like, this is madness. And, and the it's thing just is, almost yeah. like sitting ducks in, yeah. in a way. <laughs> and the thing is, there's all this, there is a sort of human rights issue, apparently, whether you can get locked in the ground or not after a game. Right. Now, what the police can do is they can actually request that you stay behind. Mm. 
And a lot would, you know, mm. if they thought, if it's a case of standing in the ground or standing in the street, yeah, you just stand in the ground for a few minutes, you know, like some will have said, no, I want to go, fair enough. Yeah. You know, but it just, it, it was almost like sitting ducks. It was yeah. like, um, you know, and it, it sounded badly organised from both sets, you know, for both sets of fans. My favourite thing was the statement that came out afterwards that basically washed all <laughs> responsibility away from the police. Put, put the blame on the fans, yeah. almost. Uh, yeah, there was trouble, you know. I'm like, fair enough. There will always we'll be accept trouble. it. Yeah. There were some people there who were no angels. I know mm -hmm. some toilets got damaged. I know the behaviour of some fans was not acceptable. Totally understand that, mm -hmm. but there were... There were 2,200 2, North End fans in that stand. Mm. A minority will, of course, trouble at some point, but the vast majority didn't and were there yeah. to watch a game of football and sort of, you know, have a day out, you know. Yet, the, you know, it just sounded badly treated, you know. And I'm saying, I've, I, you know, the worst thing that happened to us was like, was your tea too hot or something in the ground? We, we were my all, pie was my pie you know, was, pie was a bit pink, yeah, but, you know, and like... Um, I got troubled by a couple of seagulls walking around the ground <laughs> to do the press conference. Now, that, you know, it's easy for us to see here and sort of relate, but, you mm. know, and talk about it. It's very real for those yeah, involved. But, uh, yeah, but, but you know, I, I've spoken to a lot of people and, and, and they're not there to sort of tell tales on social media. Mm. They are genuinely were concerned and worried and frightened at some, you know, in some cases about yeah. how it was organised outside, you know, we're talking, you know, people of a decent age. We're talking people with kids. We're talking people who just wanted to go to the football. And, so, you know, like, the fact is that the police are having a meeting with some of the PNE fans' representatives shows to me mm. that things weren't right when you have to go that far. If they think there wasn't anything wrong, well, there's nothing to talk about. But I do know that meetings are being arranged. Mm. Like, put it on Twitter. Yeah. You know, Preston Police, PC Elliott put it on Twitter that he will be meeting the Preston Fans Collective, Supporters Collective, representatives from PNE Online, from the Finney, from the club. So if this is not just a sort of quick debrief of what mm. happened afterwards, this sounds like th this is serious stuff, you know. Yeah. We've got to play Blackpool here in um, in yeah. March, you know, like we had all those repercussions, you know, like when over the ticketing, mm. what do you do when Blackpool fans come here? Now, I'll tell you one thing, I've never seen that level of disorganisation at North End mm. when, when there's been a bigger way following. Yep. So I know it is an easier ground to police, but my word, I think they need to, you know, crack a few heads and uh, have a think about this. Yeah, I mean, like we say, our biggest danger is getting from the press box across to the to the other side of the pitch. It really isn't much going on for you us. Might, you might get shouted at by the groundsman if you walked uh, on the pitch, you know, yeah. that's about it, yeah. And yeah. Uh, But yeah. for those that just go to watch the game, yeah. it is very real that, you know, you hear stories of people that just get jumped for no reason yeah. or just get a punch mm. thrown for no reason. Yeah. And the, when you're walking past Blackpool fans, mm. you kind of don't know which one might no. might yeah. go off at you. Yeah. And it's, that, that, that's nothing to do with a Blackpool not, fan. It's just, no, you know, it's like, just the way football is in, yeah, sometimes, in some ways. Outside of ground, you, you've got to have your wits about you sometimes, yeah, yeah. you know. But, um, you know, that that's always been the case. But when we're told that the planning for this had been for months, mm. it sounds... It sounds like a plan was put together mm. in five minutes. I probably, I am probably, probably doing him a disservice there, but it just sounds to me, you know, when you're releasing fans, like making them leave the wrong way outside the ground, yep. which is excused as a bit of inconvenience. And you limit tickets for safety yeah. reasons, yeah. and then that happens. Yeah, it's I know. Just yeah. I think the ticketing and that is a separate issue, you know, like um, 
but you know it's um it's it just sounds it sounds bad and that's not having a pop at the police it's not having a pop you know but it does sound like it was it whatever the plan was went wrong mm. and you know it needs to be addressed and fans need to be given a, a voice on it you know yeah. I know the supporters federation has urged people to get into contact I think mm. I think there was a couple of other matches over the weekend I think Lincoln at Sheffield Wednesday there was a few issues you know so it's there to be used as supporters federation it, it yeah. might be worth getting in touch with that, yeah so. um we'll move on slightly out of order in the way I did it in the intro but We'll move on to like the the fan discontent mm. because I th- that's obviously part of it. Yeah, part of it all. Mm. Um, we mentioned obviously fans were calling for Frankie McAvoy to go during the game. He didn't really go over to the fans after mm. the game, which is to me fairly understandable. Um, for me, I, I find it hard to see now how, for some fans in particular, how Frankie McAvoy gets them. Back, back on side yeah I think I think he has lost some fans mm. completely I think the only thing that would get him back would be three or four successive wins if not longer even, yeah. you know, even that a might not a couple of months of yeah, yeah of really upwards results mm. I think yeah with some of the fans he has lost him mm. completely I don't think he'll get some of them back mm. you know whatever happens um, which is a byproduct of what is on the surface seen as a you know a poor set of results it's that big run of draws with a, a couple of defeats now afterwards isn't there you know it's mm-hmm. sort of uh it's sort of defeat draw defeat draw win, win defeat draw. you know like uh, you know like the with the derby draw in there not being great yeah. you know like yeah yeah Q, QPR away finished the international finished that run of draws often mm. in the 3-2 defeat yep Back into it with Derby after the international break. Yeah, a poor nil nil. A good win good, against Coventry. A good win against Coventry in the end. Not the greatest first half performance. No. Um, Coventry, I think, used the pitch a lot better than North End mm. did. I said it's forty-five minutes. I'll never get back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Half time, but without in the end, totally dominating it. And North mm. End got you know credit where credit you know where you can give at times when you can give the the team a kick in, you can give the coach a kick in. But I think. Second half against Coventry, they deserve yeah. everything they got. Got a reaction well. and the got a reaction. They had a very good, you know, second half. I thought yeah. uh, set off a little bit in the second, you know, at two one to see it out, but there was nothing to threaten them really. Yeah. Um, but then obviously that defeat followed. That win was followed up with a defeat at Blackpool. So it's they're not in the greatest form at the moment, and there is concern. There I is, think. Yeah. I think a lot of it as well. It would, to be fair, I'm, on, from what I'm seeing on, on Twitter and things, it's it's not even too much about the results at the moment, but more about performances that they're not enjoying yeah. it. The, yeah. um, they don't look like scoring oh, yeah. half the time. It, it can be, I mean, it it, it it can be a little bit attritional at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the past, this has this kind of formation, the way of playing, has generated more chances than mm-hmm. than what when when he Frankie McAvoy first took over from Alex Neal his style was lauded because it was creating more and it was, you know, too up top and all this sort of stuff. And that's kind of fizzled out a little yeah. bit. Um, it's a bit predictable, isn't it? Yeah. You, I don't you, think you and me sit there in the, in the <laughs> yeah. box. We, we said this a game or two ago. Yeah. We know where that ball's going almost. Mm. Now, That that's you and me sort of sat in the stand, you mm. know, sort of, you know, we're just a couple of, you know, reporters. <laughs> a couple of videos we, watching yeah, the couple, football. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
if the other teams had their analysts watching mm. that game, you know, watching five or six of the past games, yeah. they're going to know a lot even more than we are, aren't yeah. they? You know, so they just at the moment, no, I, I just think they look too easy to play against at times, yeah. e- easy to defend against uh, at times, and sort of easy to exploit. The the explanation always when things isn't going right at the moment is that we got our wing backs pinned back. Mm. We we didn't get them high enough now. You know, he can't keep trotting out that same one. Well, do something about it. You know, yeah. like uh, yeah. either don't play wing backs or your wing backs need a rocket. Then, yeah, but I actually think the wing backs are playing two of the better players at the moment. You know, like, um, uh, it's, it's more it's more how they work in a formation, isn't it? Rather than, yeah, they mean, the yeah. wide centre backs are going to get on the ball and they're either going to knock a channel ball, yeah, or they'll there's or there's always some sort of switch ball to the wing backs. Yeah, so they're the two things, the main things you've got to defend. Mm. Once the channel ball's in there, you're going to have the number 10 in support. Mm-hmm. So if you cut him out, there's another supply gone. Like, you can just kind of reel off yeah. how North End go. I don't think it helps at the moment. That I don't think DJ's in the best of form. No. A lot of it at the moment as well. Maguire's we, been out. We've seen start with a 3-5-2. Mm. During the first half, probably two or three times now, Stokes brings to mind mm. Derby and... Blackpool, he changed to a three-four-three. You know, mm. just changed that little bit Which of shape. I didn't actually I, notice I, it I, at I Blackpool. Didn't, I don't. I didn't notice. <laughs> no, I'll admit. And maybe you know, as I say, maybe I noticed it against uh, yeah. Derby because yeah, Barky was out on yeah. a weird, weird yeah. positioning, but but. But so that seems to be the pattern. Then mm. it seems to be sort of this sort of passive first half where they have to change to a three-four-three. Mm. And at half time, they get a bit of a talking to about you need to be more aggressive. And then you do get a bit of a response for a little bit. But mm. it's no point talk leaving it to forty-five minutes. They need to be doing it from that first whistle. You know, like they're not going to win every game. They're mm. not going to be pretty in every game. This mm. is this is football. This, you know, it doesn't work like that. But. On a more consistent basis, they need, you know, they need to be at it from the start. You yeah. don't want to be playing catch up, you know. I don't mind the system. Mm-hmm. I no, just no, don't. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the way they're playing it at the yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, like I say, it's literally a channel ball yeah. or a switch ball. Yeah. Why are North End not able to work mm-hmm. it through Brown or Ledson or yeah. Whiteman or DJ and mm-hmm. into Maguire's feet and, and knock it around little little patterns? It just doesn't seem to just doesn't seem to happen. Mm-hmm. I think there's. The pieces are the main reason I like the three at the back is because, like you said earlier, I think they defend the box really yeah. well. Mm-hmm. That back three, any crosses are generally cut out by the first man, yeah. which I think is good. And there's the basis there. They're limited in a way that, obviously, for example, all the new signings, you've barely seen any yeah, of them. No, no. You know, Matthew mm-hmm. Olasunde, who knows what he could have been like yeah. and, and all this sort of stuff. Uh, Ali McCann's been a bit hit and miss in terms of obviously fitness, a bit unlucky, not, not necessarily his fault. You know, how could he affect that midfield? Mm-hmm, yeah. Little things like that. Maybe he stuck with the same 11 too long during that spell of draws. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that, just to switch it up. Because we're there thinking, we know exactly what's going on. We know who's going to play, all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So I, I'm not against the formation. Just maybe Needs the a bit style of, of play at the yeah, moment. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. You maybe, know, yeah like and maybe the personnel will, will, will change that. I, I said to you the other day, um, oh, which game was commentary I think mm-hmm. one thing I noticed that's come out of Ben Whiteman's game where, from when he first joined was he'd get the ball kind of deep-ish mm-hmm. with a man coming to close him down and he'd turn him and he'd yeah. drive and he'd carry the ball forward and that's completely gone out of his game and that might be just a, maybe where he's playing or something mm-hmm. maybe he's been told or something he's just kind of yeah. almost forgotten to do or whatever because I know it's different in League One you're probably a bit brave and you can mm-hmm. go and beat people a bit easier 
But that little difference, remember Ben Pearson used to throw in a Cruyff turn yeah. and would carry it five or ten yards. And you're taking a player out of the game, that's one less play. You've, you know, you've got to try and make these mm. numerical advantages somewhere. Mm. And North End are almost a little bit too safe sometimes. Yeah. It's mm. a pass, it's a pass, it's a safe pass, it's backwards to the centre half, and then it's lumped forward at almost a percentage ball. Yeah. Where is the cutting edge, the killer balls yeah. almost exclusively come from Daniel Johnson when he's not in form mm-hmm. they vanish, and yeah. especially with Ledson out of the team he's probably the next mm-hmm. best person to do it with Ledson out of the team, mm-hmm. DJ not in form, there isn't that sort of craft, yeah. even Exactly, yeah, and uh, yeah, because as you say, I don't mind the system at all, you know, it is a system which can, mm. I'm not I, I don't, I'm not one who say it needs to be 4-4-2 or mm. 4 2 3, one or 4 3, three. You know, you saw QPR were attacking with it. Mm. Coventry played the three-five-two against North End. They were very, they moved the ball nicely. You know, until North End that actually sort of got on top of them. So yeah, the system, you know, at the, at the moment the way they're playing it, as you say, just seems to have sort mm. of a little an edge seems to have gone off. Of yeah, them. like yeah, just the, the life sort of come out of it a little bit. And I just think I think the Miss Maguire mm. um, over the last few games. I know we got on against Blackpool, but as a sort of link man, him and Reese had struck up a good partnership. Yeah, it's Reese who's been scoring the goals rather than Maguire, bar the one in the cup mm. when he came on as sub. But um, he, I don't know. The, I know. I know he's not the most popular player, or whatever. But he's him and him and Reese have linked well, and I think mm. I think they've missed that. You know, they've tried they tried Barcazen against Derby, then it's been Sinclair the last two matches. Thought Sinclair worked hard against Coventry. I thought yeah. he did all right, and I, and I could understand why they started him against Blackpool. It, Maybe not the game to throw someone who's just back from a hamstring strain into a derby like yeah. that, but you know, g- going forward, I, th- I think the Reese Maguire dynamic at the moment will be the ideal one. And I think they have missed that sort of extra link up between the midfield. Maguire's quite a clever player, he mm. knows where to drop. But our frustration is that we'd like to see him further or higher up the pitch, yeah. getting on the end of things as it is at the moment. They're relying on Reese for that, and Maguire's doing the sort of link work, yeah. you know, sort of w- w- with the midfield. The question everyone is asking, though, mm. is Frankie the man for the job? We don't know, do we? You know, like at the moment, I can't see a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at this juncture, when the fact that the club owner died two weeks ago, yeah, um, with Liverpool obviously this week, I don't think the Liverpool result has much relevance to the future no. of the manager. But still a busy fixture list. Still before. a busy fixture. There's three really big games for me. Luton's yeah. massive on Saturday. It's yeah. home because it's at home. Then you've got two of the toughest away games you could have asked for at the moment. Cool. Bournemouth away. With the Wednesday second best night. start in Championship history. Yeah. And then Forrest, who are start, starting to sort of find defeat, aren't they? Won four of the last five. Yeah, since Steve Cooper went in, you know. Yeah. So uh, got beat at the weekend, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. By, by Fulham, was it? Yeah. Uh, Which a lot of teams sure. are. I yeah. will be able to check. Yeah, so... Uh, um, Yes, yeah. oh, they got stuff for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, but you know, a lot of teams will buy for <laughs> Yeah, very and, true. And so, I think they are three really big games. It brings you to the next international break, that, which mm. is always a natural time. If you if mm. you th- if you think about Alex Neal got changed in the, you know, like sacked um, in the March, April international it break. It was the last, season. the last international break. break. It was either yeah. you do it now or you, you was, see out the season. And it was looting at home afterwards yeah. on Saturday, you know, so... I don't know if that's tempting fate, but um, I, I certainly think, you know, an international break always gives you that little bit of thinking time. What, I don't know, what I'm detecting and 
from one or two fans have contacted the club about it and they're getting answers back that there's no mindset to change. So I don't know. I don't know whether that will be it. I don't think what what North... I think like if they lost the next three, for example, mm. in the league, I think he'd be on a very sticky wicket and it, I think hands will be forced. Mm. I really do. Um, but... You know, if, if there's a win or a couple of draws in there, maybe, maybe I mean, not. I don't the, know. The thing is, they're, yeah. they're six points off the playoffs. Yeah. So if they go and win the next three, mm. they're right up there again. Do you just, do yeah. you, you know, do you look at the table yeah. and go, well, yeah. he's not doing too bad a job? The, or? Other, the other thing is, if they lose three, yeah. they're going to get sucked right, you know, like yeah. right back down. So I, I can see these. These next three and maybe even sort of the couple after the international break mm-hmm. being key. I just don't think at the moment the club's in the mindset of a change. And this this is the issue I had when Alex Neil was sacked, and I still think it's an issue now. Who comes in? Because yeah. I don't think I'm not convinced by Gareth Ainsworth as much as I like him as a person and a manager. I don't think he's quite right for North End. I don't think his style would last style, particularly yeah. long. He'd probably have to change that style. Callum yeah. Davidson obviously done well in Scotland, but again just not 100% convinced by that I'd like someone in the same way that Alex Neal when he came in someone a bit new to the club yeah and someone maybe a little bit almost comes across like a little bit of a coup where where you know he's done it maybe a little bit of a higher level or I mean someone maybe even like obviously he's not an option anymore but like someone like when Steve Cooper was available Mm -hmm. not that necessarily he would even have considered PNE anyway but the fact that he'd just been in a playoff final, for example, yeah. had done well at Swansea. Someone like that with more proven mm-hmm. record. Um, I just don't think there's particularly great options out there because mm-hmm. there's there's a there's a, a level of manager for maybe a, a top championship side that's mm-hmm. got a couple of options. Maybe you can convince Wilder. Maybe you can convince Eddie Howe, who seems to be waiting for South a specific Hampton job. job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then below that, what you're looking at someone like maybe Mick McCarthy Neil Harris that sort of middle championship and I just don't think there's anything particularly appetising in there McCarthy's just been sacked at Cardiff exactly sort of similar status to North End Neil Harris's last job was Cardiff as well I think wasn't it exactly he's he's back at 8-1 to for their next job again you know (laughs) but no it's yeah it's what you look at do you do you go for the sort of Critchley type from Blackpool, mm. that up and coming coach. But again, he had the you're able luxury to of League One. Yeah, you got that build in League One to mm. do first, and, and he then, didn't start very well no, at all. And then you fly up through the, with yeah. the momentum, you know, like. Um, and he's had about twenty odd different players brought in and all that. It's not just as simple as oh, they found a really good coach. It, yeah. it was. It's but there's so much more to it than that. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Th- they've Vent- got new Vent- ownership and a new structure yeah. all that sort of stuff which isn't the yeah. case at PNE. Yeah. Ben, I know I rumoured did the rounds on Sunday night that he'd gone and mm. like Galley was taking charge which I suppose is always a predictable rumour that happens but if you're going they've done the internal appointment once mm-hmm. now if, if if that's not working at the moment do you just go down the same path again You all you're doing is stripping yet another layer off mm-hmm. you know you, you, you're notching off your backroom staff you know slowly yeah. you know so I don't know if if that apart from a very short term caretaker spell probably not the option either you know so yeah. I think I think if, if ever this at this juncture if they are going to change head coach or manager at some point whether that's you know, the next three games, whether it's beyond that, whether it's later in the season or whatever, 
they have to have someone ready to come in. You know, yeah. I've always said that I'm not averse to sort of having a look, you know, give it a little bit of time, but, you know, I, I don't necessarily, yeah. I, I don't mind a sort of... You're not looking for to a point to one the next day. No, but, but if yeah. it's the same week, I wouldn't be, you know, if yeah. it's just one game with a caretaker, I don't think that's a bad plan at all. I think when, you, when you're leaving it weeks and weeks, yeah. I've no, you know, issue. When, when Alex Neal got sacked, Frankie was given the eight game interim mm. and that was made clear from the start that he would have that eight games and he yeah. did it's just something that been talked about a lot suddenly last season's eight games have been all talked about as all as dead rubbers which I think is a little bit um, I don't agree with that there were some there were some games in there where teams needed stuff mm. we got points from he got absolutely pummeled for the 5-0 defeat by Brentford yeah now and people still talk about that. He still talks about that. If that was such a dead rubber, let's forgive him for that one as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that fits in the same... Ca- getting pummeled 5-0 by Brentford at home, okay, then fits in as the same category as the 1-0 win at Swansea. Yeah. Now, there was one, one or two games, like Stoke away. Mm-hmm. It was like the miserable 0-0 draw. It was mm. like, you know, we think we woke each other up by the 85th yeah. minute, didn't we? You know, and then... You might think the Coventry game wasn't a classic away. Forest. You know? Yeah, Forest, you know, at least they, they, they had something to play for. They've actually battled back and, mm, you know, mm. apart from a position or two in the division, there was nothing on it. But yeah. they, they showed some fight to come back and actually You still get a draw it. against champions elect Norwich, who, yeah, the weren't, game, who yeah. hadn't sealed it yet and yeah. things like that. Swan, Swansea hadn't got in the playoffs when they played yeah. them, you know. Barnsley, so, Barnsley yeah. was still trying to figure out yeah. what position they'll finish yeah. in and stuff like that. Yeah, so let's divide that now, you know, like, you had those yeah. eight games, you earned, you know, like, he, he got the results. He don't 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 he, downplay that achievement. No, he was given. He, he, right he was given the job of improving results, and he did. Yeah. Now, then they looked at it again in the summer, then decided, yeah, he was one for this season as well. And at the moment, things haven't gone to plan on that. You know, the, yeah. the results haven't haven't been good enough at times. Yeah. There's call for change higher up and all that, mm-hmm. but I think for now, at the very least, as you mentioned earlier. The owner has just passed away. Mm. There is a lot going up. Yeah. You it's know, as you were, I think. That, yeah, there's there's yeah. not going to be any change anytime soon no. in that in that regard. I don't, th- I, I don't you know. think there is. I think the the structure is there. A lot of North End's finance comes from the companies you know that Trevor Emmons owned. Mm. You know, under the whatever it was, the Hemway, the Grosvenor, or whatever the, the the companies were. A lot of the money, you know, that that's where the finance came from and I think it still will do and I think the same it's the only where it changes or where Trevor Hemmings signed everything off you know everything had to go for him whether contract detail transfer fee whether someone was released whatever there will have to be um, at some point things will have to get signed off by someone whether whether every deal will do now I'm not too sure whether it's just right there's the budget get on with it you know mm. like if it fits into the budget we're okay you know but I presume the, the structure uh, there's a structure being there before and I assume that will carry on yeah yep. we'll move on as well we're recording this Tuesday just morning just mm-hmm. about we're in still half morning. 11 yeah, yeah. Half, yeah. Um, so Liverpool are just around the corner. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. I saw there's a lot of. I mean, it is the way with fans being frustrated anyway. There was a lot of backlash to players saying, you know, we've got to turn our attention to Liverpool. We've got to, you know, 
make a state we've got to show what we're made of a little bit and people are saying well, why didn't you show we're made of a blackpool they are going to start looking forward that's just the way it is yeah. they're asked questions about it they're going to answer it i don't yeah. think that don't get the wrong that the blackpool result doesn't yeah. still affect well, them well to be fair well, yeah on that one sean mcguire was pulled up for interview yesterday morning mm. at exton and i think a couple of lines previewing the liverpool game were tweeted out mm. which happens Maguire sat in that press conference 25 minutes. Mm. The first 15 of it, you know, probably a good, a good 15 of it, I would have say, was taken up looking back on Blackpool. Mm. And it, it was a sackcloth and ashes job at times, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, it wasn't like everything's rosy in the garden. Let's look forward to Liverpool. It's great to play against them. We go on to talking about him. Mm. But don't, don't think Blackpool was brushed over in that press conference by Maguire. You know, the... the you know, the poor lad was sat there and he he, he was um, distraught about it, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely. Um, we've got Liverpool coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously a big game, a sellout, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Still something to be excited about. It doesn't, again, doesn't gloss over the disappointment of Blackpool, but it is still something you can kind of get excited about. It's yeah. a big club. They've just stuffed United 5-0. Yeah, the, yeah. One of the best teams in the world mm-hmm. and they're coming to deep there with one of the best coaches in the world. Um, they, they're likely to play some good players in there. I mean, Simicas, for example, I'm just looking at the Anfield watch have been tweeting during while we've been recording. Um little bits about who they think mm-hmm. are expected to start, stuff like that. Um Simicas, who's been quite well rated. Um Nico Williams, who I think was a Swansea a little bit last season, or he was on loan somewhere a bit last season, but mm-hmm. he's quite well rated. Divock Origi scored in the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna play. Minamino, who's also played in the Champions League the likelihood is someone like Oxlade Chamberlain, who you know again mm. played in the Champions League. Yeah, these are good players. The last lineup they had mm. in the in the League Cup against Norwich um, included Konate and Gomez, Naby Keita, Curtis Jones, Oxlade Chamberlain, Origi, Minamino, Henderson, and Andy Robertson both came off the bench. Mm-hmm. There are good players that will be oh, sprinkled yeah. in yeah. there. It's, it they're we, not just yeah. going to cart out just no, the kids. No, no. Like Mo Salah will be sat with his feet up. Absolutely, in, in, in the Merseyside area, he will have area. no idea where Preston no, is, and that will not change tomorrow. Yeah, he won't do. No, no, you know, like uh, same with Mane and Firmino, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Van Dijk will be sat at home. You know, players yeah. like that will be sat at home, but at other level now. They did get a couple of injuries, Milner and Katie. Mm. Uh, Katie, they don't think could be too serious. So maybe whether he's involved, or not, he's I still n- don't know. But he's, yeah. he's, the fact he started at Old Trafford, did he? Yeah, yeah. So. He ain't gonna be coming. He, he's not gonna be playing this one. No. You might even say Oxley Chamberlain. He came on as sub, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, they might be thinking, well, do we save him for Brighton on Saturday? Mm-hmm. You know, if if Cater's not gonna make it, do we need midfield? Do we risk someone being injured on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they've got Atletico Madrid have the the week after next yeah. week in in the Champions League. So there's. Um, you know, they do have the, the benefit of extra subs now, though. Yeah, nine. Yeah, it's gone up to nine subs, hasn't it? Mm. So, of which you can use five benefits. Mm. A big gap. Fourteen out of the sixteen teams agreed to it. I can't mm. really get out of North End if they were one of the two who didn't. <laughs> Although McAvoy did make the comment when I asked him about it yesterday, it's one that might benefit the bigger clubs, yeah. as he put it. You know, yeah. so. I suppose from from Frankie's point of view as well, he got two more squad players. Mm. He can sort of keep happy. Well, we mentioned yeah. Joe Rafferty, didn't we? And mm. I was saying it's a shame that he probably might not start mm-hmm. against. You know, he was. I think he was captain in their youth teams, and yeah. you know, he played so well in the last round. And you said, well, 
with extra subs, he at least should probably get a game yeah. on the bench. That was us assuming that they might go mm-hmm. with a stronger team to kind of show what they're made of a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's yeah, that's something to bear in mind. You know, like we mentioned, Dollar Sunday being in the mm. in the crowd at Blackpool, he, he got he got some minutes in a bounce game. Will they be able to sneak him on the bench as well? Mm. You know, like um, yeah, Ali know. McCann's likely to be back involved because yeah. I think he was fit, just didn't quite make the bench at the yeah, weekend. I can see McCann starting. Myself. Yeah, so yeah. I think I think he will make changes from Blackpool, both with a reaction to the Blackpool game mm-hmm. and the fact that they're playing Luton and we're playing on a Wednesday rather than a Tuesday. Yep. So the recovery time is pretty, you know, a game less, yep. a day less. So I can I can see there being a, a couple of changes. Yeah, I think like... I hope, I hope not to the extent they did against Man City a couple of years ago. Yeah. He made about five, you know, left power out, he left yeah. Alex Neal left power out, Pearson out. Alex Neal's approach was a lot different though to Frankie's yeah. in these cups. But even against City, you know, like... Mm. <laughs> just mm. a City side with Foden and... Yeah, both, both silvers, Sterling. Yeah, you know, it was, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, I think <laughs> like I'd like Thomas Frank said the other day when they they saying oh, Chelsea made a few changes and he turned around and went, well, I think Lukaku earns about as much as our starting eleven. <laughs> yeah. I think there'll be a similar occasion on Wednesday, yeah. depending on who's carted out, whether it's someone like Oxley Chamberlain who signed for like forty million from yeah. Arsenal. Like, yeah. I just, I just hope no, it's a different world. Yeah, I just hope no can give give him a game, sort of, you know, I want him to win. You know, you never know if Liverpool are a little bit off it. You know, like at the moment, the odds are North End won't. But you you just never know on the night. You know, it might go against them. It might just go for Anyone them, for a cup quarterfinal? Yeah, well, exactly. North End have never been past this round of the mm. of the competition. You know, it's been called various things over the years. Yeah. You know, the League Cup. It's 1960-61 it was introduced. And the fourth round's the furthest have gone, you know. so Capital uh, One, Carabao. Yeah, Worthington, Coca-Cola, yeah. Cup. Yeah. Milk, the Milk Cup, Tom. Yeah. i tell you one thing, yeah. I'll show me AJ. You won't remember the Milk Cup, mate, because... That was in the 80s. And mm. what they used to do was a sponsorship. Before each game, there was a massive, big, sort of six-foot plastic bottle <laughs> of milk put in the middle. It wasn't proper milk. It was just a big white bottle. <laughs> but just to show everyone was milk, what, what milk was. Right, you know, that, right, that white yeah. stuff that you had delivered on your doorstep yeah. back then. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's making the cereal thinking, I don't know what it is, yeah, but it makes yeah. it taste better. But yeah, but the, I think I think the milk I think milk were the first sponsors of it. You know, like the first <laughs> lot sponsor, the milk. What the like milk big milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just a big, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> just I'll tell you, I'll show me age again here, Tom. I'll tell you, after, uh, get into cut, business with big milk cut finals <laughs> in the 19, sort of late 70s early 80s you know you used to see you know like players now when they're interviewed like mm. they grab all the Lucas Aid sport yeah. quick swig in front of camera 500 quid for doing <laughs> it <laughs> Then they used to get given, you know, a big <laughs> bottle of milk, which is probably the most unrefreshing drink you could have after a game. You know, I, I remember, I think it was Mick Mills after it just won the cup in 78. He's, he's there, you know, like <laughs> celebrating with a bottle of milk. I like that, that it's not even a milk brand, it's just milk. milk. Just every, yeah, every, milk. all milk yeah. came together just yeah. to sponsor. And, it, and back in those days, it wasn't semi skimmed or green top or blue top, it was just milk. Yeah. I just got a vision of like someone's going down injured and a milkman's running on with milk. Just here, here have yeah. some milk. Like, yeah. But um, we, we've got off topic there, haven't we? But, well, <laughs> yeah. sort of, yeah, yeah. But it, no, but it just would be nice <laughs> if, if if North End could get beyond this stage. Just think, you know, like mm. if, if they did win, I'm mm. not saying they're going to, but if they did, then it would be a headline, you know. Like, um, they just need to show a little bit more than they have lately, so yeah, it's not as more, tough a watch. Yeah, you know, especially against the better it, side. They don't, you know, the, the Liverpool will pop the ball around. Mm. That's how they play, and North End will have to be careful of that. Yeah, apparently it, they're but, a decent side. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> But you know that's um, that's, that's just hope. Not thinking, give a better account of themselves. Yeah. So you know, like, 
there's you know reading social media there's a lot of criticism oh, I'm not you know I'm, I'm not I'm not bothered about the Liverpool game yeah. you know, the league one well, no, the league's one which is going to be deciding things this season isn't it but you know the yeah. cup is a it's a nice one to have when North End set out in the first round against Mansfield mm. it was like doing well in the cup can help with your league form, you know, and it, I think for some, it can, you know, like, no and, and, and you all the way through, whenever the cup draws on, you're thinking you're going two ways. You either want that big club mm. or you want the smallest left yeah. to give you a chance of getting into the next round yeah. and get in the big time. That's what happened with North End. The third round, you know, they got, they beat Morecambe 4-2, the next night he got drawn against Cheltenham at home mm-hmm. you know never played Cheltenham before Cheltenham one of the clubs from League One one of the few clubs left in it happy days it gives you a chance it's, it, it takes you a further round into it to get a big club and that's what happened yeah. you know they've ended up with Liverpool and it works out well no one's going to say either if PNE beat Liverpool they're not going to go ah oh, season's fine now no they're not everything's no, fine no. Yeah. Oh, who cares about league? Yeah, just we'll, gives you a bit of a lift we're in the know? relegation zone yeah, yeah but we beat Liverpool two months ago. That's not going to happen. No, it, no. It's, you might as well enjoy the. Occasion. It's for the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's, it's completely did, uh, independent of everything yeah. else. Yeah, and if they did win it, then it's another game in next month. Yeah, which probably by this stage of the tournament, you'd be getting someone mm. decent. You know, like, yeah, uh, quarterfinal, and you could yeah. you could end up somewhere really cool away. You yeah, know, you City know. away or United away or yeah. United still. This could have been. Uh, no, United still. got knocked out. No, oh. yeah. This, this you know, <laughs> we, cool away this, anyway. <laughs> this was the last draw out, wasn't it? This yeah. Could have, this could have been Anfield for you know. Yeah. Oh, it was so you know, close, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. You, know. you could end up at Chelsea away, Arsenal away. Um, I mean, QPR and Sunderland. You could yeah. end up with one of them. You could end up in the semi-final. Yeah. You know the ball. You know the way the balls were drawn. I think it was Harry Redknapp and Michael Richards, wasn't it? You know, like mm. if, if it just come out the other way, if Harry mm. had grabbed the. <laughs> you know, yeah. Liverpool first. We could have all been going to Anfield tomorrow night, you know, or, yeah. or tonight. And I don't think it would have been, it wouldn't have been on telly or anything, you know. Mm. So, I mean, it is a moneymaker as well, this one. The ground's full. Mm-hmm. They've got 100k broadcasting fee off Sky for, for the game. Nice. Which, you know, which, whatever you think, it takes care of wage bills, doesn't it? You know, mm. like that, that's probably the wage bill settled for X amount of weeks or something. Don't get me started on Sky. Yeah. Rung them yesterday yeah. and they go, she goes, oh, there's a, there's a red banner on your account, mm. um, which means I can't go any further. I'll ring you back in three days. <laughs> what? Why? Oh. I spent like 20, 20 minutes on the phone with her going through like, you know, my package and all this sort of stuff. And then she goes, oh, there's a red banner. I'll ring you in three days. <laughs> three days. I'm going to be a Thursday when I've got all the press conferences. That's going to be fun. Mm. Anyway, Luton comes afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, as we mentioned earlier, Big game. Mm-hmm. We liked when we did our little preview before the start of the season. We really liked the look of Lucid and the kind of transfers that they've yeah. made, and and the the way Nathan Jones has kind of gone about it since he's he's gone back there. They're doing all right. Mm-hmm. They are the top team on twenty one points, and I say that because they're currently fifth. Yeah. But Blackpool and eleventh are also on twenty one points. That really, Constantine did that mid table, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they are currently fifth. They're mm-hmm. in decent form. Mm-hmm. Uh, tough test and to me it's almost significant playing Luton because that was almost the beginning of the end for me when when after Covid the first game back against Luton the 3-0 loss I know it was away Mm -hmm. but that sort of having been in the playoffs no it was 1-0 that it was 1-0 oh was it yeah oh which was a 3-0 this last season. Am I thinking? Of, am I getting my seasons confused? Yeah, the oh. they drew one all 
first game back after COVID. Yeah. The restart in the June. Yeah. And then it Sorry. Was, last was, was it McManaman on the sort of counter? Yeah, yeah. Sinclair one? scored. And then, yeah. yeah then, Sorry. But yeah, no, the 3-0 was the December one and it was... It was one of the few games where fans were allowed back in. Mm. Luton had two, because it was a tier system at the time, mm. Luton had 2,000 fans in Kenilworth Road because for some reason Luton managed to end up in tier yeah. two. Like, you know, so yeah. Yeah, I think it moved. Them and Norwich, I think, were the only yeah. ones that got yeah. fans in. But then Luton, Luton moved to about tier 20 within yeah. about a week, didn't it? You know? yeah. but, but no, 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 we got we, we got hammered 3-0 there yeah. last season and then got beat 1-0 at home and that was yeah. good by Alex Neal. Yeah, well, it's not been great with Luton anyway, no. was my point. Yeah. Um, even oh, though I got not, it yeah. horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, Bottom of the class, Tom. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it is gaining more and more significance mm. as things go on. They are a good side, yeah. mm. but I think it's getting to the point now it doesn't matter who you play, you have to start getting results. You do. Yeah, you got to be. You know? yeah, yeah. This, 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 to me, this is a winnable home game. It has mm-hmm. to be. You know, it should be strong at home. Um, as you say, when we spoke pre-season about who, who, who catch your eye, I thought... Luton had recruited well. At, yeah. I, I did wonder whether long term it would be enough to challenge for the playoffs. I still f- think it might not be. Yeah, I agree. But I think you know they'd be fine in this division. You know they'll probably finish top half easily, mm-hmm. uh, comfortably. Uh, they recruited mainly on the younger side of it, mm-hmm. but then threw a couple of more experienced heads in, didn't they? You Cameron know? Jerome, Cameron Jerome, and there was um, yeah, it like Lansbury or one Land- of the Henry, Henry yeah, Lansbury, so, the you know, like to add their experience to mm. the you know the the shopping the done uh, I think the, you know recruit the lads from Morecambe Onyedema from yeah, yeah, uh, Wickham, Inter- uh, yeah Gomez yeah. Mendez Gomez mm. Onyedema from Wickham yeah you know they've the done the shopping slightly lower down you know mm. got some good Bosmans in but also you know they're, they're happy to go and spend sort of a quarter of a million or so on a player you know so uh, yeah yeah I mean, they're going, they're going well. Yeah. Beat, beat Hull last time out, which, mm-hmm. granted, isn't particularly we difficult <laughs> at the moment. Well, yeah, well, we didn't. yeah, yeah. Stuffed by them. Yeah. Um, but beat Millwall away. Mm-hmm. Re- yeah. <laughs> beat Coventry five yeah. nil. Like they've had some really good results. Well, if, in you, there. if you think Nathan Jones went in, his first, he, he changed manager during the lot during you know when there was no football, yeah. didn't they? And it, Jones's first game, Nathan Jones replaced Graham Jones. Yeah, and. It, the first game back was that you know the one against North End. Graham Jones, current New yeah. Newcastle manager. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he went to the same holiday park as me, as he revealed in a <laughs> press conference. But that's another matter. But Nathan Jones <laughs> is that how over. he revealed it? I went. To, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what Dave said? And I went there. Oh, uh, no. But Nathan Jones took over, and yeah, he kept, Luton looked dead and buried that season. You know, mm. at the end of that, you know, the the restart. Yeah, he got them out of trouble on the last, you know, they, they survived on the last day, didn't they? And then last season, they finished just above North End in the tables, mm-hmm. a couple of places, was it 11 for 12. Yeah. Um, never troubled by relegation last season, and then the building again. So mm. they, they seem to have got some nice layers in place. So. Yeah, seem to be going in in that direction. Mm, we yeah. mentioned it sort of after the game against Blackpool the other day, that teams generally are... are you, you get very few that sort of stagnate. I don't know if you're allowed to stagnate really mm. in the championship because the more you sort of do, the more you probably yeah. get sucked down yeah. really. Mm-hmm. But Luton seem to have a sort of process and a and a, 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 a almost destination. I don't know, everyone's yeah. got the Premier League as a destination, but whatever. They, 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 
they've just got a plan mm-hmm. that they're working towards and they're getting those improvements and someone like Nathan Jones he, he just knows the club quite well yeah. doesn't he yeah because he went to Stoke he left there to go to Stoke and it did just didn't work yeah. out for him so, it, they so, gave him plenty of time yeah. as well to be fair to yeah. them yeah sometimes certain managers don't fit a club you know like however well they do at one place they just won't do well at another Jones eventually could leave Luton and go somewhere else and do really well mm-hmm. but Stoke just wasn't probably the right Darren, right club at the right time for Darren him. Ferguson yeah yeah does yeah. well at Peter apart from when he gets into the championship yeah. but yeah. he does well at Peter bro yeah he does that's the only place he's yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. like we said it's just a it's just a I don't know how else to describe it other than just being a, a big game it's yeah. getting towards like must win must win I think yeah I think in territory. the league it is must win you know, mm. I really do you know just what, what, I don't think it'd be defining or anything but just just to have a better Saturday mm. you know like a performance couple of goals and a win just to lift that mood, you know. We're well, going back to what Peterborough, Swansea, for the last time that happened, where yeah. a day where you think North End looked really good value for this, and mm. you can almost relax a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the Swansea game especially was probably, you know, Peterborough was a sort of what you know they got there in the end, and you know they scored once and created a lot more chances, missed, and then almost got up and done at the end. Swansea, I thought they played really well. Mm. And then, you know, like, feel good games, like Chef United scoring away in, you know, the, the 95th minute or whatever. That was a good feel good factor ones. But you, ju- you just want something like that, don't you? You know, just think, yeah, really enjoyed that. Just just, just make Saturday night a bit of a better place, really. Yeah, I think there just will give be. You a little bit more hope as well going to Bournemouth uh, next Tuesday, uh, yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Would it, would it not be quite typical North End, though, to go to Bournemouth who were unbeaten all season and turn them over at home? Probably midweek. would be, yeah. Yeah, it's been, I remember a couple of years, well, three four years ago under Simon Grace and we went there in the, mm-hmm. in, the in the Carabao Cup Simon Mackinac yeah it's good I had to North End had been beaten 5-0 at <laughs> Brentford on the Saturday in the league and they, yeah. they were awful and I remember Grayson got absolute pelters mm. because you know the dressing rooms at Brentford were down in the corner flag and you have to pass the away end I remember he got some fearsome stick you know and it did look like you know he ain't gonna see through this makes 10 changes go to Bournemouth and win 3-2 mm. in a Premier League club at the time, you know, and put a decent side out. Simon Mackinac sort of scores this hat-trick, you know, mm. from nowhere. And it's set North End off on a quite a nice little run, you know. So, yeah, stranger things have happened. Yeah. And it, uh, it's just something mm. has to change. Something yeah, it does. has yeah. to turn. Yeah, yeah. It's just if anything, just to get a bit of mentality, just get the fans feeling a bit more mm. better about it. You but know? will yeah. you mentioned mentality there? Will the the size of this game mm. be too much for the players? Because that's been sort of muted recently, hasn't yeah. it? The, the Blackpool game and things the like that. The game, yeah, yeah. It was like the, you know the yeah the, the, the occasion, Mr. Hemmons, the, yeah. yeah the the occasion of the derby game. Yeah, yeah it's not something they've handled well. Yeah, you know? so maybe. You know, it's not going to be a massive crowd on Saturday. Maybe that might help. I don't know. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but I think that's about I just, it. Just, well, just, just, just hope that they can sort of just find some form. Just get, just start getting some of the fans back on. You know, not, mm. not you're not going to swing everyone, but just get them feeling a little bit more. And it's not about it. It's yeah. not just down to the fans, but a, a toxic atmosphere, a, a negative atmosphere on Saturday isn't going to translate well mm. to the pitch. And I know fans will be like, well, they don't deserve the support, they don't deserve the backing. And that is understandable, but you, you almost 
I know it's a little bit one way in that relationship mm. in some respects where you have to keep supporting them even if you don't mm. feel like they're giving enough you don't feel like they're doing well enough yeah. you have to just keep it up until things turn yeah and it's I know it's easier said but when they've got the ball you just want all you know when the team's actually on, on the pitch you just want everyone behind them mm. cheering encouraging then either not great at half time booing but it happened mm. it probably inspired him a little it bit did, against yeah. the Coventry game but then you know fair enough it's, if he's not right at the final whistle you mm. can have your say totally but mm. you know just when they're actually working with the ball and you know playing the opposition you know you know just help them out that's when they're going to need it you mm-hmm. know, bit of encouragement yep well I think that is about it for this week make sure to keep in touch with us on Twitter at Tom Sandals at Seds underscore LEP and follow at LEP underscore football for all the uh, PNE stories and Lancashire Post sports stories go to LEP.co.uk for all the PNE content out there daily and via Lancashire Post there's always PNE stories in there other than that, the only thing left to say is thank you very much for listening. Thank you.